Welcome to Viking Spotlight, a podcast about people, events, and projects in the North Canton City School District. I'm your host, Jeff Wendorf, and today we're talking to Ms. Jill Louder about the Food Service Department at North Canton. Jill's been with the North Canton Food Service Department since 2004 when she began subbing in the cafeteria. In February of 2005, she was hired by the district to work at North Canton Middle School, where she washed lots of dishes and asked lots of questions. The head cook at the time, Ann Mance, taught her about food service. In 2006, she moved to Hoover High School to be the head cashier, where she helped out in many ways and washed even more dishes. In 2010, she went back to school to study nutrition and food safety, attending full-time in the summer and part-time during the school year. By 2011, she had become a certified dietary manager with a focus in school nutrition. She became the high school's head cook for seven years before becoming the food service director here in North Canton in 2019. Welcome to our podcast, Jill. Thank you. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. So tell us, you've been in food service for a little while here, and uh, how has food service changed since you first started working? In school, food service has changed uh, tremendously, especially in the technology area. We used to have to let the kids come through the line. We had to write their names down. We didn't have the point of sales. The food itself has changed. We out, Now we have a lot of guidelines that we have to follow. The USDA, Michelle Obama, changed that for us, which is good. I like all of it because it's fresh fruits and vegetables for everybody. And I can't even tell you how much it's changed. It's yeah, a, sure. It's a lot. Yeah, so a lot of technology, it sounds like. Right. So all the way from old school um, receipt type pieces yep. and kids paying cash. Right. And uh, wasn't too much credit then at all. Or, no. or you know, it, kids don't use credit, but they that nowadays, we'll talk about that in a few, in a few minutes about how kids pay for lunches now, but uh, no, certainly no technology to, to track it and so on and nope. nutritional standards. So those are the two big areas yeah. that have changed, huh? Right. A lot. Good, good. Well, how did, uh, you mentioned Michelle Obama, how did the Healthy Hunger Free Kids Act of 2010 change school menus? It changed it for the better. Um, We get to offer a lot more fruits and vegetables. The kids are exposed to more. A lot of kids at the beginning didn't even know what broccoli was. And now they are asking for acai bowls that, you know, so they've really, um, we're trying to keep up with what they're seeing out in the restaurants. Okay, so maybe prior, the kids could have bought a, a piece of pizza and an ice cream bar for lunch every day. Yep. And today there's regulations yes. that are required to have uh, be offered at least so many other things and nutritional standards, and you've got to balance those with um, fruits and vegetables and the other right. kinds of things. And, and I think there's a, uh, I believe, I remember in talking to food service folks back then, that there was a lot of uh, changes in the, the grain requirements and uh, flour and going right. to whole grains. And we got to go whole grains. You got to have low fat milk. You have to hit sodium levels. You got to have low sugar. Mm-hmm. So low sugar. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I'm glad we, it's we, you we and had not to get me creative. trying to design. Yeah. But, uh, I'll tell you what, our kids love the menus and they love the programs and, and so on. So thank you. So, so how do you, how do you create? Um, well, let me say it this way. The name lunch lady has been around for a long time and, uh, but you, you don't only serve lunch these days. What do you do? We serve smiles. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a good line. Yeah. 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 We also serve breakfast at all the, of our buildings. Um, we do whatever we have to do to get the kids fed. Right. 
Right. So the last several years, especially, we've done breakfast and lunch right. for all kids. Yep, good. Well, how do you how do you go about creating the menus? I use a software program that makes sure I'm hitting all the nutritional targets that I have to hit. And that we have daily and weekly, um, we have to hit those marks or we don't get funding. Okay, so we get some funding and so on. From Where do we get funding from? USDA. Okay, so yeah. the federal government. Right. And we get some subsidy then in money, but we also get some supplies, right? Right, we get fruits and vegetables too. Great, great, yeah. okay. Well, where can people find our menus? They can look at My School Menus online. It's an online app, or they can use their computer. Um, they're live. I keep them updated the best I can, you know, with the supply chain shortages. I sometimes miss updating those on a daily basis, but they're pretty accurate. And whenever somebody has a question, they can call me. Sure. Great. And I know a lot of parents um, uh, track uh, carbohydrates and some things because of students with uh, diabetes, maybe and onset, you know, first year diabetes or first diagnosis of diabetes. That's very, very important for for kids that are trying to balance their um, carbohydrates and sugars and, and so on. And right. uh, all of that information is available online with the menus. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. And you can also um, search for um, allergens. Like if you have a peanut allergy, you can just click on the, that you want just the items with no peanuts and it'll, it'll just scratch out or line out. What's that strike out? Mm -hmm. Anything that has nuts or peanuts in it. So the parent would be able to tell their student, you can't have that today, but you can have the chicken. Right. Good. So it offers substitutes and Mm -hmm. also eliminates the choices that might be risky for them. Right. Great. Great, good. So you and the lunch ladies have a, a, a lot of fun with special events and things. And, uh, for example, Turkey Gravy Day is legendary. That's been around for a long time. And uh, uh, what other unique days do you celebrate? Well, I think we celebrate the kids every day. Sure. So, um, But we do, um, n- n- what was it, National Lunch he- Hero Day was last Friday. Right. Um, we do Earth Day um, we, with Earth Day cookies. We try to get the kids involved with Lucky Tray Day. Just keep them wanting to come back and eat. Sure. Tell me about Lucky Tray Day. Well, they um, they put a, a little ticket, and when they pick up their cookie or something, then they get a, or if they pick up their milk, they have a ticket under there, and if, if they can pick a treat for the day, or they can save it for another day. Great. Okay. So a little bit of the door prize right. thing when they buy a meal. Good. Yeah. Now you've also mentioned some other things. Um, I think you offer, you just mentioned a few minutes ago, the, uh, the wasabi, tra- is it wasabi? Not wasabi. That's hot stuff. That's hot stuff. <laughs> acai. Uh, acai trays. Mm-hmm. And that's just a combination of unique uh, protein and carbs and those things. Well, the acai is a fruit that they turn into a sorbet and then we pile all kinds of fresh fruit and coconut and some butter, and they buy it, and they love it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you also had kids, I know kids were trying asparagus, yep. um, broccoli, and some other unique vegetables that, that maybe they never tried before, right. especially at the younger ages. Right. And, he, what's, what's the, and they liked asparagus. Is that they correct? Do, yeah. Yeah, they do, yeah. They do love it. Yeah. yeah. I think anybody, a child will eat anything they don't care if it's healthy or not. The more they're exposed to it and the more they, I don't know how to explain it. Just They, they like it. The, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. If, if it's something they know they're comfortable with, they'll right, eat it. Right. Um, and I think recently, and correct me if I'm wrong, you did some sushi? Yeah. Yeah. At the high school. 
Awesome. Yeah. How did it go? It went fantastic. The kids were going to offer it next year. It, it would not be part of our Main regular menu. menu. It sure. would be an extra item that they can purchase. Yeah, a la carte. A la carte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, back in my day, there was about, I think, six lunches. Uh, Now, we're talking way back, centuries ago. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we had pizza burgers one day, hot dogs one day, and so on, and you got the same thing, corn, peas, or green beans. Right. Sounds uh, like my lunches. Yeah, lots lots different uh, nowadays. uh, But I tell you what, you you can – when you talk about them, you can almost smell them and, and taste them. And right. I know Pike Elementary had the best pizza burgers ever. Right. And uh, I'm right. not even sure Pike Elementary is still standing. But uh, at any rate, um, so the pandemic has uh, changed things a lot and, um, you know, changed a lot for you, especially. And I remember uh, March 13th of 2020, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Something like that. We said, hey, we got to send all of our kids home. And uh, you we're preparing to feed kids over the summer that summer and um, on the verge of it. I know our conversations, you were prepared to do that, but uh, the pandemic changed things in about two days and confirmed that. And then we started feeding anybody that wanted fed uh, breakfast and lunch that summer. So what did the pandemic do to uh, North Canton food service? Uh, Taught us how to pivot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were ready to go and serve by Monday, this March 16th. We just had a weekend to put it together, place an order, get people staffed. Our, the food service staff was fantastic. They all wanted to be part of it. Um, if you remember, we were only going to be shut down for two weeks. <laughs> right. And um, that changed, and we kind of figured it would. And so we just, whenever... There was a new rule or a new regulation, or um, they said we're going to extend it. We did it. Yep. Flexibility, yeah. Flexibility and agility were, were key words for you guys. Right. And I know you worked out of the middle school, and we had um, six, seven, eight, nine hundred uh, f- meals being served every day. That's right. In wow. 2020, to the end of the school year, we sold or gave away 160,000 meals. Wow. Wow, just in North Canton. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, those were subsidized by the feds, right? Yep. Federal government. Yep. Right. Good, good. Now, recently, and we're still waiting, I think, unless you got word here in the day or two, but uh, we're still waiting on this summer because right. even even this past school year, the 21-22 school year, no student was charged for lunch. Is nope. that correct? Nope. No student. And that was a federal program. Right. And uh, that's still in play, but we know, we got notified that it sounds like that's going to stop um, after school this year. Right. On uh, May 27th, mm-hmm. the waivers are done. But we were able to um, apply for and were approved to um, have an open campus feeding, summer feeding, at the middle school again this summer. It's going to run a lot different than it was in the past two years. It'll be the students will have to be present and come into the building, sit down, get their meals sit at the table and eat on site. Okay. So, so anybody can come and do that. Any yeah, student can any, come. Well, it can be any child, 18 and under. It can be, doesn't have to be one of our students. Okay. So any child can come to North Canton Middle School. Right. For a meal between certain hours and we'll right. publish I that. have, I'm working on yep. the, we'll still working that. on my staff, still working on, you know, the menu going to pump out that information to the public, sure. let them know. We'll send okay. all they the can look on Facebook and on our website right. to, to do that. Good. And I'm going to send a flyer home with all the kids yeah. next week. Direct email and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, flyers. Good. So they'll be able to come in and, but the requirement this year is, is any student uh, or anybody 18 or um, 
younger can come to the middle school during designated hours and they can have a meal, but it can't be grab and go. They've got to eat it on site. Right. Right. Well, that's still, that's a great thing for kids in need and don't want kids to go so hungry in the summer. That's for sure. Right. I think a lot of families have come to depend on the meals. I think this mm -hmm. is needed more now than it was even two years ago. Right. So I would agree. Yeah. And I know I'm going off script and a little bit here with our questions that you've uh, had, but uh, tell me a little bit about free and reduced lunch. How does that work in a normal year where there's not a pandemic or not any federal funding? Um, help me understand or our listeners understand how that works. Okay. The free and reduced meal application is very important for our community, our families. It's more than just a meal application. It helps get um, Title I funding which gives money to all students. Um, if the families are eligible, their children will receive free meals, will continue to re receive free meals. Mm -hmm. If they um, hit that in-between eligibility where they're not quite eligible for the free, they can get a reduced price meal, which is still 40 cents for the day. If they get a great meal for 40 cents. And again, it's helping our school raise other funding that helps mm -hmm. all the students. Right. Good. So there's free, they're reduced, and then it also, I think, um, waives school fees as well. If they if they're eligible for a free, yes, the fee the fees are waived. Yes. Is there a, a household threshold, or is there a target number? Or is it different for everybody? It it's the same for everybody across the United States. They haven't released it yet for this year. I'll post that on our um, food service website so folks can look at that right away and that usually comes out by june july 1st yeah, so we would encourage everybody to fill out an application yes um, it's very very private the superintendent can't see who's on nope. it. nobody can the only one that can is the food service director. that's correct it's, and i'm not very, allowed to tell very, anybody uh, confidential and that's uh, yeah that's that's interesting that that's that way but it's good mm -hmm. um and then you just uh, indicate um um, on the fee waiver and that that's handled in the back office so, right. that, so that it's not a public inf information piece. Um, well, that's very important. I know that's important. We try to get that and but we haven't had to do that for a couple of years. No. And, and uh, that's so that's critical for our families to be able to do that. And I'm sure you'll share that information. Right. They'll have an opportunity when they do their final forms for the school year. It'll be a there's going to be a link right there that they Great. can go right to the free and reduced application, fill it out, takes about maybe 15 minutes. They get immediate results, mm -hmm. and they can sign the fee waiver at the same time. Right. And one of the things uh, that's changed for the good with the technology and everything, that every student has a code number, basically, a four-digit right. code. And um, that when they come through the lunch line, nobody in front or behind them know whether no, it's a free or reduced. It's, it's just most of our parents pay a um, um, into the account. And then they draw against that account. Um, right. And then, uh, but if you're free and reduced, nobody would know any different. Nobody knows. Yep. Good. Thank you. Just want to make sure everybody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, so in the last year, when some students opt in to attending school in person, um, we had quite a few, um, I think we had about 800 students do online learning the year before um, last school year in 2021. And uh, of course, they're all back this year, but you offered some bag lunches and yes. some other things. And uh, what's the process for providing bag lunches for um, the, the kids that are still on um, remote or still on um, virtual learning? We had approximately 160 of those students um, apply to get the weekly meal pickup. We packed five meals, five lunches, five breakfasts in every bag, and every student got a gallon of milk 
to go home for the week. We try to make everything easy for the student to prepare for themselves since mom and dad might have been working. Um, we stayed after hours. My high school staff stayed for four hours after work to pack the bags, and then I had two other staff members come in to hand them out. So parents came to pick them up. Right. Yeah, good. Well, and, and there, there's just a lot of things going on in the food service in North Canton. and appreciate your leadership. And uh, we were talking before the show here a few minutes about how the, uh, the group of folks that work for you are, are very um, positive. Uh, they love seeing kids. I've heard it in your comments today. Um, you know, and, and it, just like any other industry in the, in the nation or any other job sector in the nation, you need some folks to work, right? And uh, so uh, <laughs> aside, so here, here's my take on the advantages of being uh, a food service worker in North Canton City Schools, especially a great group of people to work with. You always want to be surrounded by positive people, right? And a great leader in Jill Louder. Um, but it's, uh, it's a pretty good time thing for young moms or for folks. You're able to get the kids on the bus. It's typically about a four-hour window, maybe a six-hour window during the day where you're able to get your kids on the bus or to school and then be home in time to get them off the bus at home. So it's a great um, family mom or family dad um, opportunity to work. Is there anything else you want to share about working for North Canton Food Service? It's a job that you will leave tired, but you will be so gratified and so um, feel so good about doing what you're doing. You're feeding our future. Yep, that's true. And uh, kids love lunch and uh, they yep. love lunch here. And I know that uh, you have a very, very high participation rate because of the quality of the food and because of the taste of the food and the friendly smiles that you serve with them. Right. Yeah. Right. Good. What else do you want to share about North Canton Food Service? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to describe North Canton Food Service to one of your friends, how would you describe it? It's um, we have the greatest team of ladies Unfortunately, we don't have any men. I don't know why. Need some men to apply. I do. I do. Um, they just work together. We can go from one building to the other, and everybody embraces each other. We hold each other up. We're family away from home, and it is a great place to sure. work. Yep. And approximately how many meals are you serving right now per day? Or per uh, this year, uh, we're doing you know, about. You tell we're, me your stats. I know. I'm. <laughs> you should have told me to write that down. <laughs> Approximately, uh, we're doing over two thousand meals, lunches per day. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So, you did say they'd go home tired, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yes. And d dishes. And got to talk about my one of my duties is doing dishes. Yeah. Um, that's changed. Technology's helped that a lot. And not really. Not really. <laughs> Your dishes need to be done if you're no. in the kitchen. Remember, we're recruiting people to come and work, right? But it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I That was one of my favorite stations. Yeah, it is. It's a great place to work. And uh, occasionally occasionally, you'll see a principal sneak back there and try to help serve and those yep. kind of things. It's and, fun. Uh, we try yeah. to keep everybody involved. Yeah, great, yeah. great. Well, we sure are proud of you and uh, proud of the folks that serve our food and the lunch ladies. And uh, on Twitter, I always say this, on Twitter you can find them at um, North Canton Lunch Ladies Rock. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. us. That's you guys. Yeah, it's a fun Twitter account and uh, follow them if you can. But uh, yeah, check us out on the employment uh, piece or our website and see if you can't find an uh, uh, opportunity to work in food service. Right. Awesome. You're welcome. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. And thank uh, you. thanks to our listeners for joining as we learn more about the district and community. Um, I think next week we'll be talking to Eric Bornstein, our high school principal at uh, Hoover High School. So if you have any questions or comments about our podcast or have any suggestions, uh, ideas, um, uh, please feel free to reach out and uh, either call the district office or let us know by email at vikingspotlight at northcantonschools.org. And we always uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, uh, do encourage you to share and, and um, push out the podcast to other folks to learn more about our district and our community. And uh, as always, make it a great week and go Vikings. Vikings.